Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradza, and on this episode of the Your Life, Your Term show, we sit down with Marco Cavalleri. This guy knows a thing or two about water. He is he was in our office replacing the water system, and if you don't know what the office, we have this water filtration system that we're big fans of. Everybody in the office loves it. At least I think they do. I love it. We use it for the espresso machine. Marco comes in. He's a lo- he's a longtime Rockstar Inner Circle member, and he does this for a living. This is his business, and he came in to do this, and I bugged him to do a podcast. I'm not even sure he was thrilled to do the podcast, but he was gracious enough to agree to sit down with us and talk all things water. Sometimes, as you may or may not know, I can get a little obsessive on different subjects. Water was one of those for a little while. I was going crazy on water filtration systems until I met Marco. And now my uh, my mind can rest because I feel like I'm in good hands. I have uh, him putting in a system in my house. Nick has a system in his house. We have a system here at the office. We are all watered up. And on this episode, we go through all the different si- systems, the minerals we look for, the different areas in, in the greater Toronto area that have different mineral content and the sewage system and how water gets back into our taps and what to look for and not look for and the whole bit. This is the kind of conversation I really enjoy. I'm not sure if everyone else really enjoys this stuff, but because we enjoy talking about it, we're putting it out there. Nick comes in about halfway through the episode to join in on the conversation. I think we managed to even squeeze in Bitcoin at the end. No, we didn't. We didn't get to it. We couldn't convince him about the Bitcoin stuff. We ran out of time. So now he's got to come back because we got to explain Bitcoin to him. He gets the real estate stuff. So we're good on that that front. So it's Marco Cavallari. Aquafinity is his company name. Aquafinity.ca is the website. If you are listening to this and you want some real estate information because you are hearing that the real estate market is going bananas and you're saying to yourself, hey, maybe I want to get in on some of the fun, then you should go to Rockstar. Actually, you know what? You should go and get our app. We have an app. I know, we, we can't believe it either. It's an app available for your phone, either for your iPhone or your Android. You can go to ylytapp.com. That's Y-L-Y-T, which stands for Your Life, Your Term. See how that works? Ylytapp.com. You'll be taking to a website where you can get the app. And when you get the app, you will get access to everything right on your phone. You'll have the podcasts that we release, the videos that we release, the articles and blog posts. If you've been following Greg Foss, articles that recently we've been putting out all about the credit markets and what to watch out for as real estate investors in the credit markets in Canada, they're available there. If you are a Rockstar Inner Circle member, you can log in with your login for your member site on that app and you will get access to more things. So the monthly newsletter, the success stories from other investors, where they're investing, the property pictures, the cash flow numbers, all that fun stuff with all the other content we put out every month, including access to the Rockstar Inner Circle members Inner Circle Podcast. So the monthly Inner Circle Podcast exclusively for members goes out there now as well. And you can get all of that fun stuff on the app. You can get the app at ylytapp.com. That's ylytapp.com. That's it for the intro. Let's jump in with the water conversation and Marco. Here we go. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. We are live with Marco 
and how do I say your last name? Because you're correcting me. And I know our, our team is going to listen to this and say, Tom, would you stop asking people how to pronounce their last names? And I don't care. I like to know how to pronounce people's last names. So tell me, Marco, how do I say it properly? Because I said Cavalleri. Yeah, that's that's fine. No, I can tell by you saying that's fine. Come right into the mic. Talk right into the mic. Okay, the, the correct pronunciation is Cavallari. So it's C-A-V-A-L-L-A-R-I. Cavallari. Lari. Cavallari. Rolls off the tongue. Oh, Jesus. Um, and uh, yeah, before we get into the, to the, to the water stuff, what uh, we need to talk about that you were listening to a previous podcast with my son and talking about uh, these playing cards. And when in your era, because you called it era, you were collecting what? Opichi? The Opichi and Tops, uh, specifically the hockey cards. Yeah. And, and you said, who, who, who did you have? Andy Moog? Andy Moog's rookie me, card. Oh, you had his rookie card. I, yeah, I was a huge fan of Andy Moog. Why were you here? Were you a I goalie? Was a, uh, I was, no, I played a lot of goalie, and uh, I was a huge fan of the Boston Bruins. Oh, no, really? Yeah, huge fan. Dude, if you told me this before, you would never be invited on this podcast. Yeah. You're lucky this is happening now. I said was. Yeah, okay, good, good. So now you're a Leafs, are you, well, I better ask you, you're a Leafs fan now? Yes, I am. Okay, good. Everyone needs to come on the bandwagon. I, I guess I saw the light, and I became... Yeah. <laughs> you saw the suffering. Yeah, exactly. You saw, and you know why we're winning the Stanley Cup this year? Why is that? Of, well, because we can't have a parade. Uh, exactly. Because, you know, this is going to be our year mm-hmm. because Toronto will say, oh, no, no parade allowed. Everybody stand 100 feet apart from yeah, each other. Exactly. But, it, you know, if we all stand apart, if we do do a parade and we all stand apart, however they instruct us to, we might have a parade from downtown Toronto to Victoria. Yeah. Uh, that would require going over water and stuff too. But, well, you know, you get the, my point, right? Yeah. Right across the country. Either that or we'll just all commune at the Costco's and the Walmarts, uh, <laughs> you know, oh celebrate. <laughs> Leaf parades, <laughs> aisle five at Costco. Everybody into the center of Costco where they sell the hoses in the spring. <laughs> um, so, and then, but you, you you think you have some cards in the basement, you were saying. So, you, dude, you might be sitting on some valuable yeah, shit. Yeah, uh, it's my parents' basement or actually probably my old closet. Yeah, 14 years ago. You have to go open that up. <laughs> you don't know what's going to be in there. Or are they all mangled, do you think, at this point? Uh, I, tr- I took care of them really well uh, with the plastic sleeves and the whole bit. The only thing is listening to Aiden talking about how, you know, once you open a brand new card, you have to, you can't, too many fingerprints and all that. And that, that I, I but, I think, but I think the older cards, nobody was doing that. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's quite as important. But yeah. the newer cards now... Yeah, before he sends them out for the grading, you have to see it's like a production in yeah. our house. He's got little cl- cl- special cloths and yeah, microfiber. Yeah, yeah, sure. you know the whole game. Yeah, so yeah, it's, uh, my time, like I mentioned, wasn't uh, there was no grading company. There was uh, Beckett. They had the magazine, and whenever we would have a specific card, we would just kind of scroll down. Like I, I give you the examples, the Auto Trader for for trading cards, and you would find the value, look it up, and it would actually say uh, mint. And then it'll give you the different values accordingly. I forgot about the word yeah. mint. Yeah. Oh my God, we used to use yeah. that all the time when I was growing up. Oh my yeah. God, look at that car. That's that car's mint. Yeah, that word's taken it, taken storm all of, all across Woodbridge. They're using that word still right now. <laughs> yeah. <No>. Um, <laughs> so uh, and and then just one more thing before we get on to the important business at hand here. Um, on the cards, you were going to flea markets and buying the cards. So could you back then? I, I know now it's very different with eBay, but back then, were you hustling some of the cards? Like, were you trying to buy cards that you thought were going to appreciate and would they appreciate in short time? Yes. Well, um, when I started off, I would just buy what I liked, which actually got me into trading cards. But then I started to get onto, once I came across that Beckett magazine, I started to know. 
And uh, I would, you know, at the age, the ripe age of like eight, nine years old, I would go there with specifically my mom or my dad. I would say, walk around. I'm going to be here. And then I would have, you know, I would know what the, what the value was, what I was willing to spend and what they were listing, what they were retailing the card. So I would have a pocket, a pocket for how much I wanted to spend and how much I was going to offer. And then I had a back pocket with a couple extra bucks in case. And that's what I did. I put the money on the counter and I said, I'm, I'm, I want to buy that card. And usually nine times out of 10, when they saw that I was serious with money on the table is when, you know, that card came out of the case and it was mine. Wait, wait, do you remember the flea markets? What, what flea um, markets were you going Dr. to? Dr. Fleas is yeah. one. Off and, the 410? No, Dr. Fleas is off uh, Highway 27. And then there oh, was yeah, another one. Oh, yeah, that's right. One. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was another one off of Steel's. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I think I'm thinking that's of. That's a newer one, actually. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was just being built, but Dr. Fleas was. Okay. The one that we would always go to was, you probably don't remember this, but it was called Dixie Mall, then Dixie Value Mall, but it was Dixie in the QEW and in the okay. basement on Sundays. Because remember, stores were closed oh, on Sundays. I heard about that, yeah. Stores were closed, like nothing opened mm-hmm. on Sundays. So when you go to the flea markets yeah. and they would sell fudge and yeah. like car, some guy would be selling rolled up carpets and like yeah. all these things. That's and there would be the guys in there say, selling the cards. So I, just to put it in context, at the time that I was doing it, there was, um, so uh, uh, the Asian vases were big in home decor. I would say oh, maybe 20% of the, the vendors were actually selling those products. And then there was a card. There was a, the Dr. Fleas had about one, two, probably about four card dealers. There was one big one. And, you know, he moved from one unit and he multiplied into three units. And then there was, you know, altogether was about, say about four vendors. It's fascinating to me because what I see this generation doing with the cards, because the market's got more liquid on it because of eBay. So now yeah. the market's not just the flea markets on Sundays or whatever. Exactly. The market's global, and he just bought some cards off a guy in Australia. And the guy in Australia is, you know, shipping wow. them out. And so it's like this global thing. But watching them go through it, it to me, it's so much like real estate. Because they're like, okay, like, here's why this one's important. Yeah. This card's not as liquid as this card. The market for this. This card will likely go up in value when the playoffs are on. You know, and it, it reminds me of like, oh, well, real estate's going to go up when the Bank of Canada's going to say interest rates are going to be announced mm-hmm. to come down. That's like the playoffs in real estate, right? Exactly. When the, when the Bank of Canada's saying, hey, we're going to lower rates, it's like, that's playoffs. We're scared, mm-hmm. getting serious here. So uh, there's all these things that these kids are learning. Not even kids, grown adults. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, you're doing the same thing things but at a different scale and uh there's there's a few people i don't want to mention their names right now because i don't know if they want this information out there but they're buying mahomes cards in our network of people and you know some of these cards he was buying some at fifteen hundred dollars a pop he put an offer in at one at five thousand lost one now he's talking about going at that uh, i think i think Aiden just told me it's like ten thousand dollars or something wow. like wow. there's some real money going on in these things yeah, it's different. Like I like I was telling, uh, like I was mentioning, uh, I would be a fish out of water. Right now, the way the market is, I would have no clue. There's too many different types. Like Upper Deck has got, you know, there's two different variations to even know whether you're going to be into a card, a possibility that, you know, could be of value in the future. That to even start, like there's packs of, I think they're selling like five, six packs for 300 bucks with that hope that you'll get that card that's worth two, $300. But you know what's it's changed my behavior a little bit because if I'm ever somewhere and I see a box of cards just selling at the cash register at some mm-hmm. store, I'm always now looking. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Do I just buy one of these packs? But, yeah. but, but like you, I don't know all the, you know, I think it's Panini is one of the brands. Is Panini? Panini sounds like sandwich. Yeah. Am I saying the right no, thing? They, that's pan- they were, it- so back in my day, Panini was big with stickers. So oh I, my gosh, I, I remember yeah, that. Remember the sticker books? Holy shit, I That's totally what forgot I know. about the sticker Penny books. That's what I know, was huge 
with uh, yeah, the hockey sticker books, baseball. Um, and I don't know. Stickers about, went but, crazy for a know. while. Whatever happened to those sticker books? I don't know, but I guess they, I guess Panini got into the cards, or maybe they were always into cards. I have no idea, but uh, they, they, I knew Panini as the sticker books. And and it's tough now because when you see Panini, there's different levels, not levels. I don't even know the right releases. Like there's different releases, yeah. and that's what Aiden and Dan. Yeah. And that, uh, was it Chris, who was talking about all the different stuff? Exactly. you got to dive headfirst into it. But the thing I like about it is if that's your passion, yeah, go exactly. into it. And you could probably make a living off doing this kind of stuff if you really wanted exactly. to dedicate yourself to it. Like, that's how crazy this is. Yeah. But uh, So now I want to talk to you about water. Because Marco is the, if you don't know Marco, Marco is the water guy. Marco is the guy who has water filtration systems set up at my house, Nick's house, uh, the office here. And we, I tell everybody when we, when, we, when we make our espresso here, I don't even just talk about the organic, the beautiful organic beans that I smuggle into this country. I talk about the water that we're being, we're being used to create the espresso. And I actually open the cabinets under our sink and I point to it. And I'm like, hey, look, that's our filtration system. So uh, walk, walk me through this. When we're thinking about water, I always, we started with a Brita. So the Brita filter with the charcoal. What it, what, walk us through the progress of water filtration. Like how do you look at it? Do you look at it from a system approach or what's in the water and what needs to be cleaned out? How do you look at this whole world? Yeah, that, that's exactly it. You want to start off with, with a problem. Uh, and see what exactly, or even, uh, yeah, directly it's a problem. So I'll have clients that say specifically there's this taste or specifically, uh, you know, the chlorine smell is, is bothering or it's very abrasive on my son's skin. He's got very uh, sensitive skin and he's breaking out into hives. And we'll start off with that problem and then we'll kind of form a solution from there. So our approach is not to go to like a, a warehouse where we've bought trailer loads of product and to unload that product. Uh, we go in, we analyze the water. Um, we even have um, relationships with some laboratories as well where they actually would, would do some readings on the water as well. And then we would come up a solution based on those results. And everything, um, at least 90, 80 to 90% of our products are made to order. So I'll tell my suppliers what I want, what type of media I want within the systems, and they'll produce it for me. And you got into this because you needed this personally? Why, why are you into this? <laughs> That's a good question. So uh, I got into it because uh, I would say I, I knew a person that was dealing with water systems before. And then uh, I bought a house actually in Schaumburg where it was, you know, was advised that you need a water softer because the, the harness is over 14 and you need, you need a habit. So then I started to do my homework. I connected with a couple uh, colleagues and that were in the business and then uh, long story short I, I just I got into actually uh, selling the products for them pretty much like word of mouth and I would get a kickback or a commission and then I started doing more investigating and then obviously the then I saw the way my colleague was running their business and I kind of didn't like the I guess his model with how he ran it sounds like he was buying a lot of inventory and selling the inventory well there was that and it was a lot of uh, <laughs> if i'm reading between the lines yeah. accurately here so it was a lot of uh, exactly and it wasn't putting a, wasn't offering a solution to the problem it was almost like this is the this should cover all your angles here you go here you go here you go and he would do a lot of initial sales from the front end and then he would be like don't call me again but he wouldn't say that directly it just he would screen his calls and if oh, he geez. noticed someone that he sold a product to, he wouldn't call. So clearly, um, then obviously the people I would refer the product to would share me that, that insight. So then I 
indirectly developed a kind of a, a customer base without even knowing it. And not to mention when I started sourcing out a product for my home, um, I'm kind of like you, uh, Tom, I'm like a dog without a bone. When it comes to like information, I keep on digging. And if I'm not happy with the results, I'll dig further. And I keep on digging. And then, you know what? I started uh, getting, you know, a lot of, I started indirectly educating myself. I gave myself, uh, I, I schooled myself on, on water treatment. Um, and then came the experience afterwards. But then we started, for, I started forming a business. It was uh, myself. I teamed up with, uh, with a person that I trusted that knew how to do the physical aspect in terms of the installations. And uh, from there, uh, they shared a lot of their insight because they were also in the business for maybe about 15 years. I call him like the, the kind of like the Mr. Miyagi of water treatment, and I was the karate kid. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I, I developed a, pretty much a circle, pretty much a network before I hit the ground running. So I had suppliers. I had great re- I started forming great relationships with suppliers without even buying a lot of product, which is unheard of. Normally, your relationships are, are hinged on, oh, this, this person's worth to me $100,000. This person's worth 300000 or this client. And then you get that special treat- that special treatment. But I... Form relationships in terms of asking questions, meeting with them, and I developed pretty like I to this day I have pretty strong relationships. I know. So you were the annoying guy who wouldn't stop calling these guys, asking them questions because you were trying to figure it out for yourself, well, and they just seemed to put up with you. Yes and no because I was the only <laughs> guy that would take lunches with their sales guys. So, <laughs> yeah, so they, they loved me because they had the, they had the funds to to burn on lunch, and I was the one willing to take the lunch so we could have a chat. And um, like I said, have a strong network of suppliers and um, teamed up with the know-how of a person I trusted that's been in the business for almost 15 or at the time, probably 15 plus years. And then uh, at that point, I'm like, this is what I want to do. This is where the direction I want to go. I want to start offering these products because now I'm confident. I, you know, I'm not just practicing what I preach, but I'm also, you know, if I'm comfortable with the product myself, I don't feel comfortable offering something that I wouldn't put in my home. And it's... uh, there's a lot of old school foundation because my father's also owned businesses in the past. And one thing he's always said to me, is like, oh, you know what? I'm too honest to, to be successful in business. I'm too honest. So I'm kind of indirectly trying to prove him wrong. Yeah. No, Saying no, that, yeah, you know I, what? That, that's, that's, that generation did believe that, that you yeah. couldn't be honest and win because they had a lot of people that were not being honest and making oh, money yes. because to get real information was hard. There was yeah. no internet. Yeah. Now that there's the internet, Everyone can back check you, fact check you, check out what you're saying instantly. It kind of changes exactly, the game. Exactly. Yeah. So okay. So what? So so what are the main problems then that you think we should pay attention to? Is one of them water hardness, and, and if that's one of them, can you explain it? Well, it's it's depending where you reside. So it depends on the the source of your water. Um, so. So where do you see water hardness to start? Is that north of Toronto? You got it. So anywhere outside, okay, so if you're supply, and, and it, it's, it's a, that's a loaded question because you could be somewhere like in Milton, and the old water supply, which is surrounding like the downtown core, there's actually a radius where the, um, the was it Halton, Halton Peel? Yeah. The region? Yeah. So they, It'll so be Halton. Yeah. So Halton, Halton's actually, so the region actually is in charge of, of, of managing your water. And the municipality is in charge of distributing that water. So it's essentially the, your municipality, you pay your water bill to your township or to your city, but they're essentially paying the region to make sure everything's on the up and up. So they treat the water directly. And uh, so somewhere going back to Milton, so like the old core of Milton is actually from the water sources from Lake Ontario. 
So Lake Ontario generally doesn't provide, doesn't yield a lot of hardness with the end result with the, the water to your, uh, to your home. But since Milton's been, you know, was way back when it was the fastest growing city, late 99 or early 2000, they started expanding and now that old supply wasn't enough so they had to start drilling wells in the area to supply to those residents. So when you start drilling, you start to contend with things like iron, calcium, magnesium. So that's when you start to have issues where the hardness is not 8 to 10, it becomes about 12 to 18 as high as like the city of Guelph has got you know, 20, 20 to 26 got hardness. It. Okay, so the source, so and the hardness is referring to the mineral content of the water. You got it. And the reason that we don't want it to be so dense with minerals is? It's because it starts to, um, first of all, it's, it's not good to have anything, like calcium magnesium is good for our bodies, but high levels, it could actually, uh, you know, it's not really good for you. It's just too much. Um, I, I can't specify what exactly. I'm not going to pretend that I'm any type of doctor. Sure, but we get it. So Too much you, of anything is yeah, not good yeah, for you. Yeah, That's a good it. rule of thumb. And um, But in terms of your home, managing your home in terms of like faucets, anything, that's, uh, anything that uses water, like a dishwasher, washing machine, even your plumbing. So calcium magnesium starts to work its way between any type of joint within your plumbing, and it starts to separate, and you'll start to get leaks. Um, your hot water heater doesn't run efficiently start to get buildup of calcium magnesium on it the heat takes longer to actually get to that water to warm it up so you start to use uh, more natural gas to heat it up or electricity whichever or propane whichever type of heater you have because it's not as efficient then you start to get that scaling that builds up scaling can be easy to remove sometimes it's difficult depends on the surface that it's on but like something like a, a chrome fixture or even glass it actually will start to etch into it and damage it uh, permanently. Uh, dish, I've known dishwashers start leaking internally, uh, washing machines to start leaking internally. If, you know what I mean? Someone will purchase a home, either didn't know or say, you know what, let's roll the dice. And after about two years, you start to get puddling underneath the appliance. I've noticed even just like toilets, the calcium buildup or something, the buildup, yeah. it won't refill properly and I'll have to change out that mechanism. Yeah. I don't even know what it's called in the toilet, but just, you know, because there's just some buildup on the internal components there. Yeah. It's the float and there's the flap that sometimes yeah. the flap doesn't sit down because it has that buildup. So you start to get water yeah. leaking out. Yeah. I think at that and you're right, the float, that mechanism yeah. is just kind of gummed up a little bit through, yeah. through this. Okay. So, so water hardness, um, and, and, that is something we see depending on the source of the water. Yeah. And what kind of system do you put in to deal with water hard? So the water hardness, if you want to deal with it at the source, because I'm just using you right now for drinking water. Mm -hmm. So we have a system under our sink that I'll ask you about. Yeah. But, uh, but that, if you wanted to do it at your house level, you're putting in a system that has a much bigger tank than I currently have, like next to your furnace or your furnace room or something like that. That's correct. correct. Yeah. And what's that system look? What's that doing? That system. So what that system essentially is doing is that it's uh, it functions. Um, the whole process is called an ion exchange. So what it does is uh, raw water, which is the water with the the calcium magnesium on it, in it, um, goes inside, and there's uh, there's media inside that tank, and the tank is uh, it's a resin media, so it adheres to that resin. And then every so often, depending on how much water you use, the systems we use actually, they're, they're metered systems, so they measure how much water you're using, and it tells the system when it's time to regenerate. The process of regeneration is when water's flushed in and rinsed out to drain. And then there's a 60-minute cycle where it actually, it actually pulls brine in. So brine is a salt-water combination from a brine tank, and then it, it gets pretty much... In 60 minutes, it slowly uh, injects itself into that tank, 
then it does a rinse. So what it does, it kind of exchange the calcium magnesium for the sodium. So sodium, it's better to have sodium in your water than to have calcium magnesium. And the reason for that is um, uh, calcium magnesium, like I mentioned, can damage. So uh, sodium is actually soluble. So if you do have high levels of calcium magnesium and you, you know, through the, the softening process, you'll get, you know, obviously an exchange of more sodium in your water. So if you see like white spots, a little damp, warm cloth will wipe it right off. If it's calcium magnesium, it, you need like, you know, CLR or something abrasive, something of like a descaling solution to actually break down that hardness. Holy shit. You do have to be a rocket scientist for this stuff. Yeah. Okay. So then the way to test that is you really, t to get a real idea of your water, just hearing you go through this, you have to take it to be tested if you really want to yeah. know, right? Yeah. And that testing, you're checking what? pH balances? Okay, so what a test can be done at your home, you could test for calcium, magnesium, iron. Uh, you could test for... You can test for that at home just with what? Like a little dipping strip that you put in? Well, you know, I actually have a kit that tests at people at, at, uh, at clients' homes, but uh, you actually can... There's a way you can do it at home now that you mention it. Uh, so you can actually get a, one of those water bottles, a half-liter bottle, and uh, fill it up with a little bit of water and uh, put a couple drops of dish soap in it. If you shake it and it goes milky, then there's hardness in your water. But if you shake it and it starts to froth up, uh, you know that the water's soft. So that's a good way to, to do it at home. Got it. But, but like I mentioned, it depends where you live. Like somewhere, like in the GTA, you're looking at a hardness of 8 to 10. So it's not severe. The difference between 8 to 10 and like somewhere where it's like 14 like plus. Guelph, like Guelph. Like that's on the severe. And let's okay. look at like 14. Like we're talking about like the um, the Nobletons, uh, the okay. Schaumburgs, and, okay. and all the way around, and Caledon. Um, the difference is, is is pretty much on when you're going to start to see that build up a scale. The number that's higher, you'll see it a lot sooner. The number that's lower, you won't see it till probably two years, like I don't know, even like a shower head. I don't know if you ever had to dip a shower head in CLR just to kind of get that white crusty stuff off. You'll probably see that in about a couple years or a year and a half where in a, in a, in a municipality where the hardness is higher, you're going to see it a lot sooner. So that buildup comes up. It's, it's more escalated. Got it. That's the uh, only difference because there is calcium magnesium because, you know, I've had people actually recently there's been, I would say in the last two, three years, there's been a lot of clientele within the GTA. But traditionally you wouldn't because... It's kind of like it's it's unheard of to have a softer in the GTA, and the reason for this you have a lot of people that have a you know a cottage or they have a friend that now lives outside the GTA has they've, one they've experienced what soft water's like and they want it in their home. I remember when we first started going to look for uh, Nick's here now uh, Nick when we were going out in Cambridge and uh, we were looking at homes in Cambridge as rental properties and stuff and all these basements had these water softeners with these big bags of stuff that they were throwing in the water so or whatever I don't I still don't even know what the heck's happening in these water Salt. softeners. What, that's the sodium. That's, that's the salt. salt. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember thinking, yeah, like we don't even have that. Like in Mississauga, we never had this mm -hmm. growing up. And in Oakville, I don't really feel like it's a big thing. Um, so it was kind of news. It didn't even us. seem normal. I was like, what is this? I'm yeah, confused. What is Why are these people have this? What is this big tank that's thing? thing? That's, yeah. that's normal. It's, it's absolutely normal. It's because, uh, like I said, the uh, Oakville's water is derived from the from, from the lake, lake Ontario. Got it. Okay, so then when we're coming to you for water, I'm thinking at it like as from a drinking water aspect, and then in my mind it's like chlorine. And I think there was an article that I keep mentioning to Nick and, and Carol, my wife, that 
someone tested the Lake Ontario water. I wish I kept this article and they found like a meaningful amount of antidepressants yes. in the water. Yes. And I remember just thinking, this is kind of ridiculous that our drinking water, I guess it's just so much sewage goes out, so many people dumping their medications and whatever. So I'm coming at you from that point of view. So the system that I have in place, I'm not really thinking of water hardness. Mm-hmm. How do you look at that system? What's that stripping out? That's stripping out extra chlorine and all this other junk. So the, the pharmaceuticals that have been detected in pretty much in the uh, city of Toronto's water have been hearing a lot. Uh, the only way to remove that is through reverse osmosis. So that's a type of filtration. Is, is that what I have? That's what you have. Okay, good. Uh, if and, you didn't say that's what I had, yeah. then Marco, we're going to have a problem. We have to go right to my house right now and Actually, switch no, it I'm up. Sorry. That's what Nick has. Oh. You have something totally yeah. different. <laughs> I have the cheaper <laughs> mo- No, I have the good. No, here's what happened for anyone listening. I got this system from Marco. I told Nick, this is the best water since sliced bread. Yeah, and I Nick, of course, like, doubts me. Crap. Nick, yeah. of course, doubts me because yeah. that's what little brothers do. Yeah. So he doubts me. Takes him a couple years and then he realizes, oh, you know what? I think my older brother was right and i should get one of those it was when i think too. it was when we got at the office was it the office did i get mine before no i got no, it before actually right no, when you actually we put your system in when we put the system oh in the okay so then it was from your house see then, doesn't even want I, to admit it right no, now but then i tasted no you know what the trigger was because we had this brita filter thing and the trigger for me was like let's just buy one of these things because i i don't i know it's not really a major problem in life i get it but i didn't want to have to fill up the brita filter it was like a major problem in my life. The I didn't suspense. like to do it. Yeah. So, well, often it was the empty. And I had to sit there and wait to wait for the water. But then when I did a taste test side by side, then I was like, what the heck? This is like, it was, it wasn't even close. There was a, it was, there was a big difference. So yeah, that, that, that sold me for sure. So what is that? Like what's happening in that system? What are those, these membranes and these filters? What is the system I have? It's a, it's a process of pretty much by water pressure. So there's no electric motors or anything like that. It's just actually pushing water through this, P, uh, it's a uh, per meat paper and it just goes through and it filters it down to 0.0001 of a micron which is next to nothing like it it will filter out so fluoride the- it'll filter out uh sodium it'll filter out all these things you know the per, um, pharmaceuticals i was talking about it will remove like everything so it strips the water down to next to nothing and that's because this membrane is so kind of, I guess, dense that it's, to squeeze through this membrane, you you're it. stripping out everything. But then what are the other filters that I see? Because I see like okay. three cylinders. Those so, are the charcoal filters. You got it. So uh, you start off with a sediment filter, um, and then we'll go to carbon, two carbon blocks. We don't, I don't generally like to use a granulated carbon, like carbon block. It's, it's solid. It's a better quality. Uh, it actually forces the water in from one. Think of a maze. It pushes it from one direction, and it's forced to come out the other side. Um, so I could, I get, I could get really into this time. I, I can, oh, I can tell. I didn't, I didn't realize, but okay. So it goes through, so it goes through the first one, which was what again? Uh, sediment, filter. sediment, sediment filter kind of looked what I had, like I have in my hot tub. Is yeah. it like that spongy, kind of like a, not a spongy, like a dense kind yeah. of, uh, yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. Like a dense, thick, papery material. That's exactly. Yeah. And so that has that. And then it goes through the charcoal. You got it. And uh, and then there, I have three things right now. So like I have two charcoal things. Yeah. Well, actually what we did for both your homes, uh, we actually put three just because of the amount of chlorine in, in uh, the Oakville area. It's, it's, it actually will destroy your, your membrane. So I've put it three ways. So it actually can spend more time. So the water can spend more time with the carbon and absorb that chlorine. So you get more life out of your membrane. Because Oakville is an area that just naturally has more chlorine. It just seems like it's, it's Oakville. And I've noticed in Burlington, and uh, yeah, just uh, like the clients I have, that's the, the, the filter wears out premature. Not to mention, you don't have a softer doing any pre-treatment. So like all those filters you see in the beginning, 
the the true what makes reverse osmosis that is the fact that it's it's going through that that permeable uh, membrane without that it's just filter so what we're doing is that we're lightening the load off that membrane by doing pretreatment, which is that sediment filter, carbon block, or carbon block, or, or in this case, oh, so three carbon blocks. Okay, so it's sediment, then three carbon blocks, and then... No, it's just the three carbon blocks. That's what we did this time, because you have three housings, so we, we opted out for the sediment, because there's not that much sediment in Oakville's water either, and uh, we put three carbon blocks in. Got and it. Even the carbon blocks have a, they have a rating of five microns too, so it actually filters out sediment too. Okay, got because it. Because it's a carbon block. So it hits a, the charcoal first, and then what happens after the charcoal? Then it goes into the membrane. So the charcoal absorbs, uh, you know, makes its attempt to absorb as much chlorine as possible, any type of uh, contaminants. Uh, it filters, and then it goes into your membrane. Isn't it weird that you use charcoal? Because like you would think you hear about, you think about charcoal, and you're like, that's not a good thing to it, be running water dirty. through. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, it just seems yeah. it seems counterintuitive to me. It, it seems like that, but you know what I've noticed too is that there's actually in the health food store they sell um, what's it called? Um, charcoal like tablets. A, you got it. Yeah, Tom, we take them. Well, Tom, if I drink, if I have too much al- garbage alcohol yeah. that we don't like, not that I drink that much, but if we're out somewhere and I know we're gonna have some shots and do some some stuff that night, I'll take like six to eight charcoal tablets. You got it. Works like a charm, man. So Sucks up the, that next day, you feel great. It's the anti hangover. Oh no, it totally <laughs> is. Mike actually took it at some stag party. He gave everybody except one guy the charcoal. All of them. Now I'm sure there was a little bit of coincidence here. We're feeling great the next day, except for this one guy so they were all like mike you solved the hangover situation pure, pure placebo yeah, 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 yeah totally it's a flintstone vitamin. Yeah, yeah. oh my god but okay so then it goes through uh but hold on is this system is, is this one of the same systems as those big water stores that you see like is that the central is it like a skilled down version of that pretty much yeah okay that's what uh theirs is more of a commercial so we've actually put that system you'll see that they fill those big tanks yeah yeah we yeah, put them things. in people's homes like we have uh i have a couple clients that their whole house is reverse osmosis from their taps, their sink, but in so their So you basement. put those big tanks in the basement? Yeah, the, there's uh, one client that has two two of them. It's two 250-gallon tanks. They go seven and a half feet high, and the diameter is about 32 inches to fit through a doorway. How did you even install those in the, in the guy's basement? How did you get those in the basement? It fits in, that's the size that fit through his doorway, or wow. else it would go wider, right? So they're doing it for the whole house. Yeah. Are, are they doing so they're wa- showering in this water. Yeah. Whoa, so they're now water- we're taking next level. Yeah. So they're, 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 are they doing water softening before it gets to that? You got it. So that's, it's a private well oh, that they Nick, have. We're, so we're rookies, man. <laughs> we're, we got nothing. They actually have a bigger issue. They actually have um, uh, it's uh, iron-related bacteria in their well water. So when we first tested, they never had it present. Then it, 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 it presented itself probably about a year or two afterwards. And not too many people know how to deal with that. So the way you you deal with iron-related bacteria is through a chlorination system where it injects chlorine into the water. It's essentially like a little water treatment facility or plant in your basement. So these guys are on a far, like a, they're on land somewhere. They're yeah, not, yeah. It's, a, it's in King City. Okay. Or King, King Ontario. Holy, okay. So, so back to the one that's <laughs> under the sink, just so I understand the process. Charcoal, then it hits the membrane. Then after the membrane, what's happening? After the membrane. Then we're done? No, no. It's um, after the membrane actually. So like I mentioned, when it goes through reverse osmosis, it filters it down to next to nothing. So the water essentially. Is, what, is, what's the word reverse osmosis? Because it's pushing through and you're stripping stuff out. That's the reverse osmosis? It's, uh, it's the way it's um, absorbed through the paper. It's through osmosis. But, but why reverse? reverse? <laughs> okay. Because it feels like it should be just osmosis. Osmosis. 
but it's reverse <laughs> osmosis. But what ends up happening afterwards is it ends up um, being, so like I mentioned, the, the end result of reverse osmosis is actually um, essentially dead water. It's purified, but it's dead water. It's not good to drink. Uh, traditionally, people... It's not good to drink because there's no mineral content at all? Because it's dead water. It's essentially acidic. It becomes, it's got no mineral content to the point that it becomes acidic. So the pH level of that water would be... You're looking at 5.5 to 6. And it should be like 8 uh, or something? I like, I like 8, yeah, personally. Okay. Um, a base, just to get put into perspective, is base is 7. Anything below 7 is acidic. Anything uh, greater than 7 is considered... Uh, uh, more 7.5 is considered alkaline. More alkaline. And you like 8 because of the taste or because it's a little bit more alkaline? I like 8 because it generally gives for 8 or 8.5 because it gives you a good threshold to start because the minerals we use, it starts, they start to deplete in time. So if you don't want to put it at 7.8, then when it starts to deplete, you, get, you start to teeter off that base. So you want to be at a point where when it starts to deplete, you're still in a safe spot. Holy shit, man. This is insane. I had no idea yeah. it was okay, but so like so now we have the dead water and then now what with the system that we have now pushes some mineral content back yeah. in? So there's a there's a filter that actually has um, calcium and magnesium in it. So when the water spends time with it, it actually absorbs into the water, uh, which is easier to absorb because when the water is essentially dead, it actually it's more welcoming to absorb minerals. So at that point then it goes into a holding tank. It sits in a holding tank. When you're ready to draw the water, at that point, it goes through a, a final carbon filter. And that's more for, like, taste because you could, uh, if the water sits in that tank, it starts to have, like, a stale taste. And it, it, sometimes it could even take the, you know, just it'll just have an off taste. So, so it's a you, little bit of a, a, a not as good quality carbon filter at that point? Yeah, it's, it's a granular like I was talking about. So I'm okay. not going to use that type it's of. It's the Brita filter. Uh, kind of, oh, but a lot more. Oh, There's a lot more. To, oh, don't want to insult <laughs> A lot more carbon than what's in a bridge. Oh, what's okay. Your, what's your, <laughs> hold on. You guys probably talked about this. Your, your background? Yeah? You're not we went chemist? into how he started. Yeah, we didn't okay. go through okay, all the background. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's how fine. he started. I figured that's what happens when you come late. I mean, I had that's, to eat. So yeah, some, you know, sometimes yeah. I need to have lunch. So well, we, we could just tell nigga, I'm a doctor. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. He was going to be a surgeon, but then he decided water is way more complicated. So he went and became a water specialist. So, okay. So then it finally comes out and we drink the water. You got it. And, and, and. Yeah. And you drink it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the last step. You're right. Yeah. Actually, we don't in my house because two of us prefer cold water. So I actually put it into a glass. We have two glass containers and I put it in my, is this okay, Marco? I put it into the fridge in glass containers. Absolutely. Okay. You're allowed. You know how hard it is to, by the way, you know how hard it is to find glass water containers? right now yep. you what? cannot find glass everything's plastic yep. everything is plastic what kind of water containers are you what kind of water are you giving to your dog that's the most important thing the filtered water oh, man yeah, we yeah, love yeah, this dog <laughs> we love this dog even though i tried to kill it earlier today when marco was over he had something on the floor i said feed this to the dog maybe it'll die <laughs> i'm joking we love the dog it's great uh, <laughs> i'm not joking that I, I said that i actually did say that <laughs> um, marco so uh but uh, um, when we put it in the fridge, it doesn't really matter if it's getting cold. But uh, anything to do about the container? Like it, ha- it should be glass or plastic at that point? Uh, yeah. If it's plastic, it's something BP, uh, BPA-free generally. But uh, hey, Don't they change like that glass. every two years? If it's going to be in your fridge, I would say glass. You know what I mean? Like I have even like a mason jar. That's you know your water mean? right there. That's in glass. Look at your yeah, water. Like Look that. how pure that is. That's some yeah. clear That's so, water. So, okay, so then, and then when we pour it in here, sometimes will you see the minerals flushing around when you first pour it in the glass? No. Um, it's not, it's enough to bring the pH, but it's not enough to even register on a, on, a, on a hardness scale. So if I were to grab that water and test the hardness on it, it wouldn't even register. It, it might go to a one. 
well, which you, is so insignificant. When you put water in either from your tap to you or the, the, the regular tap, why does it look cloudy sometimes? That's just air within the water? That's, you got it. Yeah, so, and then it uh, kind of settles? Exactly. So uh, a rule of thumb is, you know, if you, tr- if you pull a, a glass of water and uh, it kind of looks almost like uh, foggy, and it, it'll start to foam, um, you know, that fogginess will kind of rise to the top and disappear. That's air. If you see anything floating on the top and then fall down, clearly yeah, it's yeah, a solid. That's, that's a problem. That's yeah. not air. And have you guys yeah. talked about how uh, water impacts uh, Bitcoin and the demand for Bitcoin yet? That, no, I said by the end he'll be buying Bitcoin, but we haven't got there yet. We got there yet. It'll be real estate or Bitcoin. You get to choose. Before you leave, you have to sign some papers to buy some real estate or buy some Bitcoin. It doesn't matter. That's a rule to anyone coming into the real office. Real estate's old school. Yeah. We still sign papers by real estate. Bitcoin, we can do it on your phone. Soon yeah. enough, you'll be buying real estate on your phone. Well, too. actually, I mean, e-sign, yeah, yeah, e-signatures, yeah. you can buy. Yeah, we can sell you anything. You want to buy some real? You give us some water, water filtration systems. We'll sell you some real estate. It just goes the back. Old barter system. How about that? <laughs> just close your eyes and sign here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll tell you what city it's in. We'll we'll just report that to you later. You just you just buy the thing. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, you can trust me. <laughs> um, there was something else. Oh, how do we know when the mineral content's running out? Like these, I think ours about once a year. Yeah. You come back. That is that safe enough, or like, are you drink? Is there a possibility you're drinking dead water after six months? Uh, well, it depends on your palate. Uh, your palate will taste. There's really no marker. There's a test for pH, but uh, I usually I like the the one year threshold. You know, six to twelve month threshold depends on how much water you consume. Like when we do offices and bakeries and juice bars and, and locations like that, we're generally there anywhere between three to six months because they use they can they use a lot more water. So when you use more water, you start to deplete those minerals. Okay, quicker. so you have some bakeries that are putting this in because they just want yeah. quality water. Yeah, we've put a bakery where they hook it up to the espresso machine. They hook it up like. Oh no! I'm a, I'm a believer. No, we already in... talked about that. We already talked about the espresso. <laughs> Look, yeah, I... I already told Marco before we started recording. If he criticizes the espresso, because now I know he's him, his I know he's the problem, not my espresso. <laughs> so that's a, that's a... my response to that was spilling the cup of coffee on the table. Yeah, he spilled the cup of coffee on the table. <laughs> oh, no. it gave a character. It gave a character. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the bakeries are doing it. Smoothie bars are doing it. Yeah. Like bakeries will get into it because actually a lot of these high-end espresso machines will actually require um, pure water. Uh, pure water with a little bit of a magnesium. And specifically, they ask for magnesium in the water. I think there's some type of sensor, something to do with their boiler that requires some of these. You don't additives. think it's a taste? Sometimes I think if the mineral content's not proper in an espresso, you don't get the extraction of the taste. Uh, I believe that. Me too. But, I've tested this yeah. my, with my own palate yeah. many times. And I can tell if the mineral content is off it's wrong. Like if I just put in tap water into my espresso machine, the taste is, it's really noticeably different. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, But what I'm talking specifically is um, it's the manufacturer of these machines are requiring to yield so much uh, magnesium in the water. And I have, I'm, I believe that it's something to do with the sensor that's in their sensor, in their system. So in, in a bakery, we'll actually hook up one system and we'll try to do like the hot water boiler. We'll do uh, like a, uh, if they have a standalone coffee machine, espresso machine, and then they'll have a spout. And um, we'll try to, you know, have one system to kind of get the most out of that one it's system. It's got to be in Woodbridge. You're doing this in Woodbridge. Let's There's different locations. Actually, we did a, a bakery in Burlington. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Holy so. smokes. So they're serious. I like these bakeries. Yeah. I have to get the names of these bakeries off you. Um <laughs> Okay, so then there's that water system, and then is is if somebody wants to do this at the whole house level, it's the same reverse osmosis system like you were talking about just well, with tanks. Yeah. What about the Brita thing? This is always bought. So I had this Brita thing forever. I, I, I got to ask you your opinion, okay? And the, the new Brita, not new, but I mean for the last however number of years, it had a little counter on it, like an, a digital timer 
um, that told you when the filter was gone. And it was just literally done by time. I'm sure it didn't measure anything Got in the it. filter, right? So let's not use brand names here. So let's uh, just the, use charcoal filter. Yeah, okay, or whatever. Pitcher, the pitcher filter. Yeah, pitcher, the pitcher, pitcher filter. filter. So whatever. So, and then I, you know, it seemed to go so, and, and I think that, you know, the frugalness in me, I looked at it, I'm like, these bastards, they're getting me with this little digital timer. They're going to make me take this filter out. It's still, it's still a perfectly good filter. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make me keep buying more and more filters. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to reset it. So what, like, how long do those little things last in, realistically? I know it depends on consumption. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all hinged on how much water is being passed through. So it. they're going at the maximum, though, so for sure. I'm okay, so. Come on, you can throw it under you, the bus. To do give it, you, do it. To give do you it. insight. You're starting to smile. You haven't <laughs> smiled the whole episode here. You are now happy. <laughs> Marco, you, you are happy. Some insight. Uh, filter manufacturers are in the business for producing filters, right? Yeah, of course. So they're going to yield figured, in which I, direction? Hey, Marco, I'm pretty smart. I, I, that one, that one I, I managed to figure out. <laughs> but they're... See how the younger, bro- younger brother's bigger asshole than older brother. <laughs> see that? You see it's that? clearly that they'll yield in a direction where you have to manufacture... Uh, sorry, you have to, you have to uh, purchase more filters. Yeah. So... You know what? They're always going to say that you get the best quality with a newer filter, which there's truth to that as well. But how much water are you using, right? That's what it comes down to. Yeah, and then I kind of forget how often I reset it, and I probably yeah. use the same one for a year and a half. What's going on with the UV lights and that whole thing? How come I don't have oh, any yeah. U, UV lights? Do I need UV lights? No, it's uh, so UV is generally used to kill a bacteria, kind of like, uh, not kind of like, chloroform and E. coli. So those applications would be used for... Uh, a well application, so where there's a private well, there's no chlorine being pumped into the into the well where it's killing the so bacteria. So cottage, cottage country kind of got it. So a cottage should have at least minimum a UV and a, and a sediment filter because generally cottages they'll have like shallow wells where there's more sediment in the water. Oh great! You just now Tom's going to start going to people's cottages and go check out the water system oh, yeah. and be like, hey guys, totally. um, do you I'll, know that you don't? I'll have only UV judge here? my friends though. Yeah. <laughs> if I if I don't know the person, I'm not going to say anything. But if they're, <laughs> if they're friends, excuse me, uh, can I see your UV uh, your UV <laughs> before filter I drink before anything? We, before I shower here, please. Can yeah. I see this? Yeah, there's I've been hearing also they've been using UV in uh, in uh, in furnaces and HVAC systems to kill. Uh, airborne bacteria. Oh, yeah. I think when I was looking in one of the filtration systems, I was looking because I think we put it in a HEPA filter or something. Mm-hmm. One of the solutions was like a UV yep. filter. Actually, I think somebody I know has some UV type filter and they can hear little sparks when it's killing little dust particles. Does this make any sense to you? What well, could be? It's That's uh, the mosquito thing in the backyard. Yeah. No, 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 no. I know. I know that it sounded like as I said it, I'm like, am I even accurate here? But I swear this is what they're doing. They have some filtration system yeah. in their furnace. Yeah. That when stuff passes through it, they hear little Yeah. Well, it could be dust sitting on a hot bulb, too. Or any type of moisture on something warm. It does that kind of sizzle. Donald Trump said UV lights, we're going to put them in people's bodies and cure. I think they were going to kill Clorox, right? right? Yeah, Clorox and hand sanitizer. All the good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) what are we? So, is that the best for most people? Is the reverse, if you want to start, is that the right system? Reverse osmosis under the sink? I would say for drinking water. If you're looking for high quality, and especially there's a lot of people now, they have the home offices, they're at home, they're spending a lot more time at home drinking the water or buying cases of water, whatever it is. Um, I would start off with, with some reverse osmosis. You have a tap there, we could hook it up directly to your fridge. It all depends on the type of application. 
which it. is what you did for us actually because we yeah. were redoing my kitchen so and your your system feeds my freezer yeah. and my my ice cubes are reverse osmosis so nick are your ice cubes filtered this water is a, this is a very important point actually because i'm going to refinish the basement so when i do that you i should it. call you, you oh oh yeah, yeah yeah i'm just telling nick i already Game have on. that i already have that my ice cubes are now i can't have ice, nice at nick's house nick what is this what are these ice cubes with this antidepressant <laughs> you know what to be fair tom wouldn't even drink a coffee in my house like for many years because we didn't have an espresso machine i don't drink coffee yeah. i'm one of those weird people in the world like i I will drink, I don't know, maybe 10 espressos a year, nice. right? Like that's, that, that's it. So um, we had an espresso. My wife, that's, she's like, no, it's fine for me. I'm like, I don't know any different. So we didn't have one. And then finally we got one and Tom's like, yeah, I can finally have a coffee at your house. And my wife who is always worried about other people and trying to make them happy, which I can respect, but sometimes it's a little bit too much. So she's like, oh my God, do you think your brother didn't have a coffee here for all those years because of the coffee machine? And then when I asked him, he's like, yeah, he goes, kind of, yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't like an insult. It's just like, I like espresso from freshly ground beans. I don't want some capsule where, I don't know, where it, like, it, yeah. it, it's not like I'm making fun of the capsule that has the coffee. It's just like, I don't want that. I don't know how to explain it. It's not like I'm insulted by somebody who has that. It's more just I appreciate nice coffee. That's right. And it's so it's more like I'll have coffee if it's nice coffee, but it's the capsule shit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to explain no, it. No, I get, look, I get where you're coming from. It's no different than anything else. See, you know, the some if it's kind of, like the pre-made, if you have pre-made yeah, Lipton tell, soup in a package yeah, yeah, versus totally. homemade I, soup, I there's have a nice coffee. Right? I want a nice coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, okay, and then um, what about people that you said are who have skin, are skin reactions? Their children are reacting to chlorine. So, so yeah. th you're seeing that? Yeah. So there's actually uh, one was actually my son. So yeah, I think it was called the eczema on his skin. So it'd be like these like uh, rough patches on his on his skin and. You know, we were at the time because you know we had twins, or we have twins, and we were it felt like a, almost every every week we were at the pediatrician, uh, especially for the the first so many months. And um, the solutions always like this. Um, what's it called? It's a steroid cream. Oh, that's and right. In the beginning, yeah. I said, you know, you apply, and then it's like we started reading, and it's like, you know what? Uh, the, we end up finding out that it was because of the it was before uh, sorry no I think it was taking a bath I think it was at my parents house or somewhere they never somewhere where they never had uh, I think it was at my in-laws house they had a bath there and he was getting a reaction from the calcium magnesium and the chlorine so actually will start to inflame any type of skin ailments that you do have like like I said if you have sensitive skin you'll start to notice I know a lot of people um, uh, psoriasis another skin ailment and they were told by their doctor that soft waters is not the solution, but it helps. So, huh. and you noticed that for your son? Yeah, well, yeah, it's like right away. Like obviously, there was a, a long time where it wasn't where he wasn't taking a bath there, and uh, th there was no problem. Like it just slowly went away. So it was a little, it was strange because at our house we had the the soft water, hmm. and uh, yeah, that was the only solution because. So I looked at that. I looked at that prescription for um, a steroid cream and chucked it in the garbage can. So that's a water softener. Yeah, that was a water softener. Okay. So that's the kind of. The, so I guess the pr progression, if you really want to do things, sounds like you filter your water at the drinking source at a minimum. Maybe consider a water softener if that's appropriate for you. You can check the hardness of your water. You can also check the pH levels of your drinking water. Is that one way to check? The, or what? What is the pH of a, of a typical drinking water? So. From, unfiltered from the city. So from the city, there. Um, so potable water should be over seven, uh, seven pH, and I think they usually yield around seven point four, seven point six, because there's actually calcium magnesium that exists in the water as well. So it's going to bump up that pH. What's the city doing? 
they're filtering the how are they filtering the water so well, what or, they the, or the region or whoever yeah so what they're doing is they're taking raw water and if they pass it through a series of filters and they they kill it with they inject the water with chlorine uh, high amounts and um, they check their readings to make sure so there's a potable rating that they make sure that they're you know their lab technicians or you know they we could actually pull if you pull up york region halton region and they actually show the results of their tests but the, the issue is that they're actually testing from the source where it was just treated. Not by the time it gets to your house. Yeah. So, and that's another thing too, is that, you know, I've had some people say, oh, um, you know, I had my water tested at my, my neighbor's house or a block over my uncle's house. And now you're coming here and now you're showing me a different test result. And, you know, I've noticed that mainly in like uh, municipalities like or towns like Nobleton, uh, little small towns where they're just starting to grow like Tottenham, how they're they're infusing, you know, new infrastructure with old infrastructure. So what we need to understand as homeowners that that water is coming from a source at a, at a decent rating, but then it's getting passed through. It's going through old and it's picking a lot of junk along the way. So the, the cycle of this is crazy. So we flush stuff down the toilet. It goes into Don't, the lake. Uh, let's not it talk goes, about it. It goes into the lake. The, it gets cleaned up before it goes into the lake, but it's dumped into the lake. Am I right so far? I don't know if it's going into the lake, but there's different ways. I think they put it back in, but there's it goes through a lot. Like it's uh, there's a lot that happens before it goes. I used back to go to those water filtration okay, plants it, when I worked for the region of Oak, If Oak, oh yeah, yeah. But if Oakville's pulling from the lake, some must be going back into the lake. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so somehow some of our toilet it, water is getting into the lake. It's treated. Like, it's treated yeah. first, goes into the lake. Yeah. Then we suck from the lake, mm-hmm. and we put it through this other system before it gets through to our drinking taps. That's correct. Jesus. This is gross. Well, think. If you think about that, then think about what the space station, what they're drinking. Oh, yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Holy. Look at Mark. Marco's smiling again. So thanks, Marco. This is helpful for me to understand this kind of stuff. So what when you talk to people, what are the biggest things we're all missing about water? Like, what is it like? You're like, well, I don't really understand why these guys aren't getting it. Is it, it or, or now if you have a reverse osmosis system in place or a water softener or both, you're like, no, that, that's pretty good. You're covered. Um. I think it's the the benefits of actually having a softener. It doesn't matter where you live. Like, it, I don't know of any uh, municipal source where the water has less than, say, seven hardness. But it gets into a level of what's necessary, what's not. You know what I mean? It's uh, I'm not in. I, I just, my approach is not like you have to. You know what I mean? You don't. You have to have this. I present the benefits, um, and you know what? If if it's not presented to me that it's an issue. I don't really attack it as a solution. I don't yeah, offer yeah, a solution it, to it. it. Yeah, okay. Unless right. the question comes up, then we'll have the discussion, right? You're a real consultant. Like it's, uh, what's well, another background of mine, but uh, <laughs> it's like I've been to your house. I've never once mentioned you really need to get a software. No. Thing. Yeah. We've never even had this discussion before. No. If anything, uh, like I said, with the levels of chlorine and in, in specifically in the, in the area, something like a whole house um, carbon, like it's a it's granulated carbon, but it actually goes through a backwashable system, and it renews um, uh, its its effectiveness every so often, because it actually will absorb all your chlorine through your tap water. You'll notice too in the winter, like dry skin and stuff like that. Chlorine, you picture when you come out of a pool that's got chlorine in it. How you raise yeah, your hand yeah. out and it goes white. It's you know what I mean. Well, you can feel your skin, even, yeah, like just the stretching. It feels tighter, yeah. Okay, so then we, we crossed paths because you started uh, doing some Rockstar Inner Circle stuff. 
I think. That was, okay. No, no. Oh my gosh, no. The first time we, oh my gosh, I'm so, I can't believe we haven't shared the story. The first time we crossed paths, we're redoing our kitchen. Dave's redoing uh, my kitchen. This is Toronto Custom Concepts. Yeah. Redoing the kitchen. I'm like, hey, I want one of these water filtration systems, reverse osmosis yeah. under the sink. And then a guy from Toronto Custom Concepts says, we know a guy. They call Marco. Marco comes to my house, puts in the system. He leaves. 20 minutes later, after he leaves, I hear niagara falls underneath the the sink because i guess one of the there was a crack in one of the filters i'm so sorry marco it's all good this stuff happens man this stuff happens we called you back you swapped it out and that's how we met because i think then you left and then you reached out to rockstar and you were like hey who are these is this guy's name tom i think i was just at his house isn't that how we met so through wasn't through ryan or no 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 it was it was uh, way before so i actually became a member before we actually met so it was probably, I became a member, I don't know, probably 10 months before we actually met. And the funny thing is, is that I, we met when I put everything in your home and you gave me a piece of paper, that, you know, this is my name, this is my email address, this is my, you know, all my information here. And it didn't click for me. And then not till a year after, I was giving you a call and, and I sent a text because oh, I was in Burlington. I said, oh, I'm in the area, Tom, and you know, you're due for a service and... And you're like, oh, actually, I'm in Croatia. And I'm like, wait a second. So then I went back to, <laughs> well, because I listened to the podcast yeah, yeah, too, yeah, right? Yeah. So, and I started pointing to, you know, I'm just a Colombo, I guess you can call it. But uh, <laughs> I, I actually reached out to actually the plumbing company that uh, uh, Customs. Uh, Toronto Custom Concepts was exactly, using? Exactly, because okay. he's, that, I actually consult for a lot of plumbing okay, companies. Okay, got it. So that's yeah. how the whole circle yeah. came. And I said, is this Tom, Tom Karatz? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, well, do you know him? Uh, I think I do. <laughs> got it. So then it was like, full. then when we actually, when I, when you got back and then I came in and I'm like, Hey, funny story. <laughs> How, and so, uh, why, why real, why real estate? Has this been something you've been checking out for a long time? Uh, I've been looking like for a very long time. I just, uh, failure to execute just, uh, taking in information. So you think we were going to be the people just to push you into the game, whether you wanted to or not? And you know what it was? It's, um, you know how I mentioned how I started the business, how I developed the circle before I took the plunge. And that's exactly where you guys come in. You guys were part of my, my, plan. Your, your due diligence. You got, got it. it. Just the, that safety net, right? If I jump in, I do have, you know, and like I said, I lit way before I even showed up in your first talk or the office prior to this one, I, um, I listened to a lot of the podcasts and, you know, you have a lot of, there's a lot of valuable information, free information that's provided to everyone uh, who wants to listen. And, uh, you know, it's your, even your approach is you're relatable. Uh, both you guys are just totally, you know, you're down to earth guys. And it wasn't not someone like, hey, let's get you into a new car today. It wasn't one of those types <laughs> let's of make approaches. Let's rich today. Tom, yeah, exactly. Tom, Tom can be like that. You just have yeah, to spend yeah, enough yeah, time yeah, around yeah. here. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's the, it's the, I, it can, oh. okay, the energy could, but I, I, li- I like the energy because if you look at me, like I smile twice since I was here. So I don't have that energy thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you run 24 <laughs> seven. Yeah, now that's cool. Got See, it. And maybe then, your and, jokes aren't that funny, Tom. Maybe no, my jokes why. are hilarious, Nick. Everybody knows my jokes are hilarious. Oh, yeah, and the jokes. Yeah, see, there we go. I there just we got go. the envelope there across yeah, the yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. Just paid Marco. Just but uh, <laughs> and you also know, you know Ryan from. Did you know? I feel like you know Ryan, a longtime member here, yeah. um, from a different life. No, it's where um, he lives a couple blocks away from. Okay, us. so yeah. you're all, you're not quite direct neighbors, but you're yeah, in the same neighborhood. Exactly. There. Okay, got it. Because I, I didn't know what that connection was. Yeah. 
All right. So then as we wrap up, we'll get your phone out. We'll get you on the, I think you're using the shake pay app. So we'll get you the shake pay <laughs> app and uh, we'll buy you some Bitcoin before you leave here. And then uh, we will have a success. Marco, thank you for doing this, man. I totally Always appreciate it. Anything else on the waterfront that we're missing that you think we should be sharing along with your contact information? Okay. So big thing right now is, uh, okay, a lot of urban sprawl. So when you go in home inspection, start looking at your water, uh, find someone in the local area. You can you give myself a call. We do analysis. We've been doing a lot of analysis for people for uh, during their inspection uh, inspection stage um, of purchasing a home and kind of know what you need They'll even do a little research on the the town's water if you if it's a municipality where they're supplying water just google um, Tottenham water in uh, that that city that town comes up because they've had a huge issue with carcinogens in their water so I have a lot of people that, you know I have new clients that move from the city of Toronto moving to Tottenham they're like but never knew we're new to this whole water treatment. What do we need? And um, and that's what I'm getting a lot of clients like this. And I'll be honest, there's um, there's clients also that we've been living here for one year, but now we want to take care of it. And those clients are ones that are starting to start a new family. So it's like, you know, want to bathe our, our, ba- our, our baby in this water type of thing because it's... So the carcinogens specifically are THMs. We'll save, we could save that for another time. But that's like, a, it's a byproduct of using a lot of chlor- chlorine in the water. So it's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a, that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole episode how, in itself. <laughs> how do people find you? Uh, you can reach me. Uh, so we have the website. It's, uh, aquafinity.ca and, uh, we're on Instagram and Facebook. So Instagram handle is aquafinity and Facebook is aquafinity water. That's A-Q-U-A-F-I-N-I-T-Y. Cool. And so obviously your contact information is there, aquafinity.ca. They can find you, reach out to you. Yep. Got it. Cool. And, and oh, uh, the first thing you will do, I guess you come and uh, you'll do a little assessment or I guess you'll just address whatever. So like us, if we wanted the water for drinking water purposes, you'll address that concern. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's how you absolutely. work. Marco, appreciate you doing this, man. I know you're here to change out the water filtration system here at Rockstar. So I totally appreciate it, man. Yeah, so appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Marco. Appreciate pleasure, it. Pleasure. Thank you. Hey everyone, hopefully you enjoyed that chat with Marco. His company is Aquafinity. The website is www.aquafinity.ca. That's A-Q-U-A-F-I-N-I-T-Y.ca. Aquafinity.ca. And if you are listening to this and you want some real estate information on your phone, you can get our app. It's at ylytapp.com. You can download it and get access to everything that we put out. That's it for this episode. Until next time, your life, your terms.